Do you find yourself unable to sleep at night, staring at the ceiling? Do you wake up feeling so tired, even if you went to sleep early? Do you find yourself a bit jumpy throughout the day? You might just be worrying about something, and sooner or later that worry, well, it goes hand in hand with anxiety. Today, on Adelante with Arlene, I will be talking about how worry can turn into anxiety, what might be causing it, and how we can better cope to help us prevent it. At one time or another, we all experience a moment of worry, doubt, or even anxiety. But as a woman of faith and through my own experience, therapy, and my studies, I now know that we do not have to live in what I called a worry bubble. That bubble that makes us feel like we are all alone. I assure you, you are not alone. Here's one of the reasons why worry turns into anxiety. Worry will create anxiety when we focus too much on the what-ifs or the worst-case scenarios. These now start to interfere with our day-to-day life. For many years, I grew up in a dysfunctional home, as many have. In my house, one parent worried a lot and the other drank a lot. Growing up, I used to use music as a temporary escape and eventually... I self-medicated by drinking a lot. It seemed like it was the easy way to fight my anxious thoughts, but it wasn't. While I was never diagnosed with any anxiety disorders or technically or clinically any panic attacks, I did suffer from them. I did suffer from them, I assure you. They were mild, but they were there. Number two, worry will eventually cause us health problems, some that can be temporary and some, unfortunately, can have lasting results. It can cause us to experience more headaches, stomach issues, shaky hands, fast speech. These are some of my experiences as a little girl and a young adult. These are just a few. Number three, When we get used to worry, it becomes second nature and sometimes it becomes hard for us to stop worrying. Why? Well, I've discovered that sometimes worrying has become such an ingrained part of us, something we're accustomed to, something that has drawn attention to us, attention that we might not have received as a child. And I've experienced that sometimes we cannot stop worrying because we are surrounded by others who fuel our negative belief system with their own negative belief systems. Now we need to ask ourselves these two questions. How then can we better distinguish between what is soluble and insoluble worries? And number two, most of all, extremely hard to do, recognize what is not soluble, learn how to accept it and still be at peace. Recognize what is not soluble and learn to accept it. Those things that you can't fix and still be at peace. You know how you'll be at peace? I'll never forget this. Prayer for serenity. It said, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Wow. The courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference living one day at a time. (laughs) Wow. That was loaded just from the beginning. 
First of all, we will have to turn over our cares to the Lord so that we can live peacefully. Second of all, we have to live in the reality that there are some things that can't change, but we can change how we react and process them. And God can give us that courage and God can give us that wisdom and God will show us when to know the difference and living one day at a time in a more peaceful manner. Proverbs 12, 25 says that anxiety in a man's heart weighs him down, but a good word makes him glad. Oh, yes. Another translation of Proverbs 12, 25, it says worry weighs a person down and encouraging words cheers a person up. Sometimes we feel a certain way in our lives. We worried about something. Somebody did something to us. We're angry about something. And some of us call the first closest friend of ours that we know might be in agreement with us and just not help the situation, but spur us up even to more anger and justify more our feelings. Well, I have learned that I want to be around people that are going to give me words of encouragement, spur me up, call me out when I'm deep in a place that I should not be and bring me forward and towards adelante to the things of God. Because Matthew 6, 27 says, can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? No, we can't. I've discovered that worrying takes a lot of time, a lot of effort, and really, it just robs me from the present moment in life. Philippians 4, 6, 9 says, be anxious about nothing. Sometimes that's not easy, but it's what the word of God says, and I believe it. Be anxious about nothing, but in everything be by prayer and supplication, do you hear me? Prayer, prayer with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, yeah. Thanking God for those requests that you're making, that you're believing for him to answer, that you're believing for him to make a way for you and I, that you're believing, you're submitting your emotions, your anxiety, you're casting your cares to him. We make them known to the Lord with thanksgiving, knowing that he's here, that he listens to us. And the peace that surpasses yeah, of God will come to pass and guard our heart and mind in him, Christ Jesus. That's a great result that we will receive for casting our cares to him and being anxious about nothing. But we must renew our mind. How? Because it says here in Philippians 4, 8, finally, brothers, sisters, whatever things are true, 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 lined up with the word of God, whatever things are honorable, whatever things are right, whatever things are pure, whatever things are pleasing, whatever things are commendable. If there is any excellence of character, if there's anything praiseworthy, hallelujah, he is praiseworthy. Think about these things and the things which we have learned and received and heard through his word and seen in him, the Lord God as our example, we must practice those things and the peace of God will be with us all. Word of God in Colossians 3.15 says that the peace of Christ must rule in our hearts, to which also we are called as one body to be thankful. Whew, I tell you, I lived much of my life, of my young life and my young adult life before coming to Christ 30 years ago. In worry, in doubt, in uncertainty, and in some type of a, a constant negative mindset. Due to the fact that growing up, I heard that around me a lot. 
Am I blaming my parents? Um, I love my parents. I love my mom. I love my dad. They did the best they could. But see, when I came to Christ Jesus, I realized that I had very poor coping mechanisms. They trickled off and over into my life, into many areas of my life. Without good coping mechanisms, all we do is do the same thing we always knew how to do just to get the same bad results. But now, but now that you are walking in Christ Jesus, and if you're not walking in Christ, Christ Jesus, then I would ask you to give your heart to him today and to tell you that one day at a time, he can help you live a healthier and a more prosperous life. God can calm us down. God can help us. His word assures us. You see, worry and anxiety and fear the weapons of the enemy to overwhelm us and paralyze us. Meditate on his word. Cast your cares upon him. 2 Timothy 1.7 says that the Spirit of God gives us power, love, and self-control. We need self-control. We need that. We need that. The word of God always tells us to not be anxious about anything. I love Psalm 34.4. It says, I sought the Lord and he heard me. He heard my cry and he healed me. Trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Know that we can overcome. We can pray, spend time, believe God's plan for us. I know it's not easy. When things get out of control, know who can help us get back under control. Who gives us the power to be self-controlled and self-disciplined? Now, whenever I run into any stressful moment, especially if you're listening to this during the pandemic, I've worried about money. I worried about raising of rent. I have worried about a sniffle that I might have, a cough that I might have. I've been worried about a few things. They happen. They pop into my heart, into my mind, rather, here and there, but I don't want them to get in my heart. And that's when I start practicing mindfulness. Mindfulness. What do I mean? I refuse to allow those thoughts to take control of me. But instead, in the name of Jesus, the word says, I can take every thought captive and make it obedient to the Lord. Because when we worry, we're usually focused on the future and we're robbing ourselves of the present. The word of God always, always tells us to live in the today because tomorrow is not promised. I read many, 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 many years ago, a little book called Living Sober. It is one given in the AA programs, NA programs, or any of the even adult children of alcoholics. And as an adult child of an alcoholic and also a former user of alcohol, I remember this and I will quote from that book, Living Sober. If you hold on today with one hand and tomorrow with another, then what do we have to hold on to today with? Wow. Wow. I never forgot that. Let us live in the present and prayerfully, prayerfully bring our requests before God and trust that his peace can overcome us if we let go and we let God and do not allow those anxious thoughts to come upon us. Do not allow anxiety or worry 
to paralyze us. Do not allow it. If you find yourself that you are out of control, you worry too much, you're having anxiety attacks, you're having panic attacks, you really are not feeling like you can function. I would ask you to speak to your doctor and ask your doctor to recommend you to someone who can help you. Because there are therapists, there are counselors, there is a way. But I ask you that when you do this, you do it with Christ Jesus. When you give your heart to the Lord and you walk out those steps a day at a time, closer and closer to your recovery, closer and closer to your new mindset as you renew your mind in Him, He will empower you and He will give you the direction you need through any therapy, through any suggestions the doctor gives you. You will learn how to breathe. You will learn how to find the proper tools to alleviate the stress. Prayer music I put on. I put on prayer music. There's such a thing on YouTube. It has no lyrics. Prayer music. And some scriptures just pop up there you can read. It calms me down. I find that when I praise the Lord softly, it calms me down. When I breathe in and I breathe out, when I'm feeling tense, it calms me down. You see, it's important to understand how we're interpreting our thoughts so that we won't allow any worry or anxiety to move in to our lives. Get moving, get out, breathe, walk in your walk around, dance in your living room, meditate in a quiet place. When I say meditate, I meditate on the word of God. Meditate in a quiet place. Find a quiet time for yourself. Maybe you're a busy mom. Find that quiet time where your children are already sleeping that would be for you. And remember, the most important thing is you're not in this alone. Find someone credible to talk about it with. Be careful, honestly, who you share these things with in regards to friends, unless there are people of faith that can support you, uphold you, encourage you, and pray with you to help you out of the worry and into the peace of God a day at a time. I hope that anything, something I said, might have helped you in some way or another. I do not profess or claim to be a therapist. I am not. I did go to school, graduate school, to become a therapist, but I had not finished yet my degree. I speak to you from life experience, from the work I put into it, from my studies, and from the trust and the belief that the Word of God does help. You're not alone. You are not alone. Know that you are loved. Know that you are loved. And know that with God you can overcome. Thank you for tuning in to Adelante with Arlene. If you would please, there is a sponsor button. And if God places it in your heart, please sponsor my podcast. It would help me go forward with what I need to do. If you don't know, I have a channel also on YouTube and it is called Adelante, same name, with Arlene. There I do lengthier videos and I may speak even more about the topics that I share on the podcast 
and you may discover on my playlist my old performances before I became a Christian, also my gospel performances in the more present, as well as recipes and so many other great things that you might want to tune into. So as I always say at the end of my podcast, as I say on my channel in YouTube, sigue adelante, which means go forward. Go forward with God.